Hello, everyone. Hello, Sean. How are y'all doing today? Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Welcome to this podcast. Does not have a name. Episode 31 for May 11th, 2022. So what have you been up to, Chris, in the last week? Well, I know it's a day late, but happy Viking Day. <laughs> you know what Viking yes, Day is, right? <laughs> of course, The Simpsons. I just, I'm, I'm like, I just didn't know it was yesterday. I didn't until I opened Twitter yesterday, and they're like, happy Viking Day. I'm like, well, I guess it's Viking Day today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway. Classic, classic Simpsons uh, joke. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, I, I like how you put more thought into Whacking Day than May the 4th or the Revenge of the 5th. Well, you don't. It's just something to bring up, you know, like May the 4th. So, uh, but what have I been up to? Well, how have I been? Okay. This has been all right. Be better next week. Why is that? Because I don't have to work next week. Oh, nice. At least okay. I shouldn't, as long as you remember my vacations next week. So, uh, but other than that, this week, I haven't been, it's been, I guess, normal, except, you know, a bit depressed about knowing I'm going to have to restart my armor all over again. Oh, it didn't go well? Oh, Your no. Vegeta armor? Nope. Oh, okay, that sucks. Well, at least and... you gained some... Uh knowledge out of it it wasn't a total waste right that's true but and looking at it now i'm like yeah that's definitely wasn't turning out the way i wanted it to so but it would um, it would be cool if you were like to like even even the quote-unquote failures like the armor you just had it would be cool if you could like document your process online so people could be like oh so that whatever he did I, i'm not sure what you, what you did just now but like whatever you did for the combinations like this paint doesn't work on this specific material but it could be cool if you could even if it was an unfinished project you know just document it online as you go with photos or whatnot because i know you weren't streaming this one so yeah i was interested i'm not documenting any of that so i'm just gonna go on with a different type of uh a different way i think i'm testing out a couple new ways again today and i might have to go with the version very similar to what i did originally with the fabric and foam well you've come a long way since your paper mache days <laughs> right well i yes. remember that was like one of your first Regita armors and then some random girl at a convention hugged you and all i heard was crunch 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 i'm like oh no i i was i was mad for you but then you're just laughing it off i'm like well at least you have a good attitude well yeah it's, crunch 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 <laughs> like it's a, paper mache like <laughs> and i knew it would be a one-time use <laughs> like there's no way that i would survive one go especially when i had to hot glue myself in <laughs> so oh, really <laughs> I, I didn't recall that part okay that's fair we did do that before after we got out of the car we need to find like an outlet to heat up the glue gun so I knew what I was getting into, but yeah, I'm testing out a couple new things on it. I think the part, the strange thing about, you know, the armor I'm trying to do is I need it to be squishy and movable and bendable. And most people don't do armor to be that flexible the way I'm doing it or want it to be, right? I need to be able to do all the Ginyu poses without it, the armor interrupting me and stuff like it that, reminds right? 
it reminds me of how they uh, in, in the first Batman film they're making fun of Michael Keaton because he can't turn his head in, in that bat suit. Yeah. Like when he said flexible, that's the first thing that came to my mind. It's like the Michael Keaton bat suit. Yeah, the bat he suit. He, he, he can't turn his neck. He can just look forward. So he has to turn his whole body to look in a direction. Pretty but, much, yeah. Like he can barely move his his neck. The rubber plastic that they used for that suit was so tough. He couldn't fucking move properly. That's why he looks so stiff in those movies. <laughs> yes. It's not his fault. It's the it's the suit's fault. I forgot about that. But yeah, it's like I showed you what I what I did with the EVA foam, which is what most people use for the armors, and how bulky and how restrictive that looked. Just me wearing it, it looked very very awkward. So, um, if you show me the one I think before this, yes, I, I don't think I've ever seen uh, anything about this current one. You just oh no, I don't think I'll show anything about this new one. But the previous okay. one before this, which was mm -hmm. the EVA foam, like it's. It was very restrictive. This new way, if I do it the way I'm thinking, I will have to. Hopefully, will not be that, and will keep its stretchiness, bounciness to it. So, because the way I did this, it fit all well until I got glued, and then it wasn't fitting at more or anymore. It wasn't stretching or bending anymore, and the paint started chipping and cracking. So, something happened that really changed the uh, outfit so whatever it's up to redo it just grab a garbage bag throw out the old old stuff because that's not usable at all anymore there's no point in documenting it really so oh just to like save other people time in the future that's what i was thinking of if anything i'll show them the finished product and tell them that this is what i've been through so that would be the best way to do it instead of showing them what can and can't happen everyone knows what like if they want specific types of armor these this is probably the best way to do it right and if you want this then you do this so sucks i just have to go out and buy more materials and retry again sucks when i'm trying to look for a very specific armor type <laughs> or feeling when i'm done so whatever but yeah uh what else have, have I been up to? Oh, uh, watching more Common Rider. I don't remember what episode I'm on, but they've already changed out the guy who's playing Common Rider, and it feels like a different series. They, they change. Excuse me. They changed it out because of like real life issues, or because of like this like plot issues. I want to say real life, but they tied it into plot. So okay, I, I don't have any proof of this, but so the first guy who's playing Kamen Rider, to me, didn't feel like he was enjoying playing Kamen Rider. <laughs> so, like, Kamen Rider, like, you know, Japanese superheroes, when he shows up, he'll do a pose before he transforms yep. and stuff like that. So, is this kind of like the beginning of, like, the Ginyu, or like, Ginyu, the fusion dance pose, where he'll take his arm from one side to the other and he'll do a fancy pose? So, this first guy... Didn't look like he was enjoying doing that, and he didn't look like he was enjoying doing the show. And then when he left, they said that he gave his power or his ability to transform or something to this new guy who's like a photographer, they say, but he's also been enhanced by Shocker, like by the evil organization. And he apparently gave him his belt and his motorcycle and his friends. 
because now he's best friends with all his friends. <laughs> and yeah, he got he's, renounced. And he's the new he's the new uh the new common writer. The first few episodes they're talking about, you know, where where'd the first guy go? Oh, I don't know where he disappeared to. And now they don't even mention him at all. It's like he's completely replaced them in their in his in their memories. <laughs> yeah, as kids we're kinda of useless from Power Rangers. Oh, where, where where did Trini, Zach, and Jason go? Oh, they they went to a uh, peace uh, convention. They can yeah. they can no longer be Power Rangers. Power Rangers, here we go. Yeah, they went to Three a peace result, uh, or, yeah, or they went on vacation like, or something. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, Even as a kid, I knew something was off. That's what this felt like. And the when I compare, you know, how the other guy didn't look like he was enjoying it. The new guy, he's smiling a lot in the show. He's doing the poses like all the time. And the guy in the suit, I don't know if it's the same actor, seems to be enjoying doing this, doing it a lot more as well. Like a lot more poses and a lot more, like the combat seems a lot more funner with this new guy who's ever's in the suit. Uh, and that's why I think maybe something's wrong. Maybe the actor was there temporarily or something came up or he was doing a different show at the time and wanted to be part of that. Like... Was this a Picard thing where he wasn't enjoying doing the show originally? <laughs> oh, but, is that true? Patrick yeah. Stewart didn't enjoy it. Huh. He, he signed on to do, uh, Patrick Stewart signed on to do Star Trek as a temporary job while he was looking for a better job and did not think he was going to be on it. They told him, yeah, this will only be maybe a season or two, right? Something to get you by. And then it turned out to be, what, eight, nine, ten, however many seasons it was. That's why, like, at the very beginning of the show, there wasn't a lot of character development for him in general. And it wasn't until a bunch of seasons turned on when he started to finally start to smile and like the show and got actual episodes for his character because he kind of gave up in a way or started to actually enjoy the show. I don't remember the actual details, but it was pretty much that. Like He was told it would only be temporary. This is a stupid sci-fi show. This won't be big. And... It's one of the biggest sci-fi shows in the world. It's funny you mentioned that show, but we'll we'll get back to that. But continue. Uh, uh, yeah. So, the new guy is just seems a lot better. Like they've also replaced, not replaced, but added in like three or three more like female characters into the show and a kid who just seemed to get into wacky situations that involve shocker. And then the common writer shows up, and all the girls go, "Oh, it's common writer," and they all swoon for him. Yeah. It's, it's uh, <laughs> but uh, so I don't know if if the other actor maybe was part of that. The the old actor didn't want to be a part of a show like that. I don't know. They I've never heard any issues with that. I've never looked looked it up, so I could just be overlooking or thinking too too much about that. But I like the new guy more. But I think either another common writer shows up or the original guy shows up at some point in the show. Based on the uh, the thumbnail for the final episodes, they it shows two common writers standing next to each other, hmm. like two guys oh. in the same looking suit. Because both their suits are very similar looking, but there's some very small detail changes, like so color. This one may come back then. I think so, but I don't know for sure. I'm wondering what's up with that. So, but that's like eighty something episodes in the future from where I am. I'm like on episode twenty or thirty. So they he got they left there like pretty early in the series. 
Yeah, that was quick. Well, yeah, it's just weird that he's like, here's my belt, and here's my bike, and my friends, you know, work for this place. They're cool. And my axe. Oh, and I'm sorry. Yeah, but, you know, it's just very weird that he left, and then a few episodes later, no one talks about him at all. So, I wonder if they'll try and tie it into plot, as they try to tie in his leaving with the plot, right? So, if he comes back, you know, here and there, or he comes back, like, for the final bit, it's like, oh, that's cool, you know, he wasn't totally gone, or... They can easily write it in that he disappeared in a way where, you know, he found out a way to transform or made his own, made a different belt for himself, and that he went off to go fight at Shocker in a different country. They can easily write that in because it's part of the plot is that they've, you know, they're trying to take over the world and they've, they're, t they're taking over, you know, Europe and the US and that, and some places seem to be very resilient, like Japan. It's some tiny island nation that is somehow resilient against Shocker's <laughs> against Shocker, but the U.S. was very easy to conquer. Don't know how that would be, but okay, <laughs> right? So they can easily write it in. I'm just wondering how they'll do it. And uh, I haven't really played anything. I played a little bit of Loop Hero. I I went and bought Loop Hero. That was like three or four dollars. I've heard of that game, and I don't know anything about it. I haven't even seen screenshots of it. Oh, really? You might enjoy it. It's a pretty much a game you could set and do not much with it, and it'll be good. And you'll be good for a bit, like kind of a very passive game. Not quite as passive as like Cookie Clicker, where you just turn it on and it goes once you have a miner going. And just go back to it every hour. But Loop Hero is a... Uh, pixel-based or pixel-styled uh, game where you're in a world where pretty much everything's been destroyed and your character seems to have forgotten everything from the world or most things. All he remembers he's, is he's the uh, a warrior of some type and he finds out that he's been resurrected in this world where he's on this one track going around in a big loop. He just keeps circling around day by day and when he dies, he gets resurrected at this camp before he sets out to go on another adventure. And at the camp, there are people being resurrected too that don't really remember much of their previous lives either, but they're remembering things slowly as well as you. With the gameplay, your character is running around on a loop and you set up, you know, places like here's little towns that your character could visit to get you know, to heal up, or, you know, there's a goblin camp place here, and a spider's nest here, and you're trying to set up ways that your character can run around the loop, kill enemies, get loot, get stronger, so that when this progress bar, based on how much stuff you build, builds up to the max, you can either try to fight the, uh, I guess it's death, or whatever creature it is at the end, I think it's supposed to be death, but fight them and win and save everyone, or you can retreat and try and take back as much of the stuff you've gathered, like rocks and twigs and magic resources or whatever, back to town and to try and build up for your next run. Because it is a roguelite, so you can build up uh, things in town to give your next run, hopefully a better chance of surviving. I almost beat him on my third loop. I had a really good 
third run and came very close to beating him, and all my runs since have not been very close. <laughs> Except think of that one run, I specced heavily into vampirism, so every every bit of armor I had had a chance to steal uh, a certain amount of my damage outputs back into my life, but he just out-DPS'd me. <laughs> it's a very fun, passive game. Pretty much the only thing you have to do is, like, you set up things around for your character to do and then you just equip the different equipment you have and the rest of it's pretty passive running through the game like all the combat is automatic your character running is automatic you just have control over pausing and dropping items or dropping placements so it's a pretty fun game i think it's uh worth it for the what three or five dollars however much it is to buy the game <laughs> It's five seventy four right now because it's on it's on sale. There's a digital devolver sale on Steam apparently. Right? Yeah, that's how much it was. I couldn't remember exactly how much. I don't remember what it is normally, like ten or maybe fifteen bucks. Even then, I don't think it's. I think it's worth that much money in general, but five dollars definitely worth it. <sighs> what else? Have I been doing? I'm just trying to think. I watched. Uh, did you do you know who the kids in the hall are? Of course. I wasn't sure if they're gone before your time, if you or if you even heard of them. They were before my time, but I had a friend who introduced me to them through like Comedy Central and all that. So I did. I did end up watching all the episodes they ever made back in the day. Do I remember anything of it? Hell no. But I <laughs> Hell remember no. watching everything. There's very little. Like the chicken lady. Like sausages or something like that like i remember that there's like one guy who obsessed with sausages and that's all they would say but okay. well yeah amazon apparently has been new season right there's a, a new season gonna be starting soon apparently of their kids in the hall skit show sorry one sec sorry about that I had to cough I was getting a bit, ugh. Anyway, they apparently have a new sh a new show coming out. So, The Kids in the Hall is like a five, four or five-man, uh, uh, I think your mic just cut up there for a second. Hello, testing. Okay, you're no, good now. Here. Yeah, it's, it's but yeah, you're tr yeah, you're trying to correct me and nothing came out of your mic. Um, but yeah, it's a five-man, uh, Canadian skit comedy group from like back in the day i think early from the 80s or maybe late 70s i think they might have started i don't remember the exact I think it was 80s i'm pretty sure it but was like i remember watching them in the 80s. 80s but yeah, yeah they've uh they had a skit comedy show then and amazon has made a deal they're doing another another show they've actually done a kind of a tv show before this which i watched which was called the devil comes to town it's like an eight or nine episode uh, TV show where basically uh, the, a murder happens in a small uh, Canadian town and they trying to find out who did it. But all the bits of it are done in their kind of skit style. So like you'll have little skits of the news crew or the or the police officers or, you know, this fat, fat. Uh, orphan kid named Ricky <laughs> and it's all just these tiny little skits put together as this kind of TV show and 
I thought it was quite enjoyable to uh, even just to see these guys back on stage or back on the air to see if their comedy even holds up still to to this day. I think yeah. it did fairly well. Or I think for me it it was fairly uh well done. I mean they had six seasons. I just checked. I think I'm not sure if this season coming on right now is the sixth or seventh, but about six seasons. I just checked. Apparently they started in nineteen eighty four, Chris. That's eighty four. Yeah, that, that nice. was their first season apparently. But yeah, uh, I just checked and their new season comes out two days from now. Yeah, I knew so. it was like right away. I just didn't know the exact date, so I'll have to check out uh check it out because I enjoyed the Devil Comes to Town TV series. Which So I'll Yeah, they I, I was gonna say like I think they did fairly well for themselves because they, they were known outside of Canada, right? And this was like a purely a Canadian show, I thought at the time. Maybe I was wrong. I, I don't know. I think was it was, time, but... but I don't know how much outside of Canada influence they had or what they've done outside of Canada or outside of that show. So I I really have no idea how many people who are not Canadian would know who they are. <laughs> or if even this is appearing on like the Amazon show, if that's even being shown, like we'll say in the States or something. I doubt it, but it'd be nice if it did just to have more content out there and, and such. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's. I think the the other TV show is pretty good. I, the only part of it I didn't really like was the fact that you probably wouldn't be able to tell who the killer was until like the last episode or second last episode, when you're finally given the hints of the story as to what might allow you to figure it out, but also, it's, is it well telegraphed? In a way, like the one scene that would make you think, oh, she did or he did this, right? Like that's not exactly well, well done or well shot. Like the way they did it, it seemed like that they recorded it a few times and then did took this shot. But then they did this shot for when they do the reveals. Like, eh, so. I don't think there's any way you could tell in the end. It makes sense in the end once you know, but I don't think you could piece it together. If someone could, then, well, you're better than I am. So, But yeah, it was very enjoyable watching. I'd say, you know, if you're interested, check out the first episode. And if you don't like that type of comedy, well, that's what you're going to get through the rest of the show. <laughs> so maybe not watch it after that. But yeah, that's pretty much been been it for me, I think. Or at least I can't remember anything else. Oh, if you don't have the uh, Castlevania collection on Steam, it may still be on sale. The uh, Castlevania Classic, uh, or Anniversary, whatever it's called, with all the NES games in it. That was like $5 Canadian, something like that. So if you don't have it already, you should go get it. If you want to support Konami that way. Are those old games? With their Pachinko Empire. Yep, because they're not making any new one, any new games. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. That's it for me. That's all I've been up to. What about you? So, um, decided to watch some shows this week. Well, I I wanted to watch a show this week just because, like. Saturday, I was feeling very aimless. I'm like, I don't really feel like playing DVD. Oh, let me start with that. I have been playing a lot of DVD again. 
uh, I did stream on Sunday some killer matches, and I'm like, great, I'm gonna stream on Friday, and then the weekend, and that just never happened. So mm -hmm. I, I need to really push myself to do it that next time. This week, I'm gonna really try and make a push to stream at least. I'm gonna stream at least tomorrow, hopefully Friday, and then at least a Saturday or a Sunday this weekend. So we'll see. But yeah, stream some killer matches. They went fairly well. Um, I got a really funny clip of a Leon. I was playing the Twins, and mm -hmm. when Victor is out and you're switched to Charlotte, when Victor is dormant, they can go up and go up and kill him. Yeah. So I found Leon, and Leon. I just saw him in the park. Uh, Victor right next to Leon, almost like you know, like across the wall sort of thing. He found Victor when I was chasing the Charlotte. And he, and he tried to kill Victor twice. <laughs> I just hit him twice and he went down. He went down right next to Victor and he didn't accomplish his goal. I'm like, Leon, you're silly. He Why thought he tried he thought he'd try and get the, the points if he knew he was going down. Exactly. Well it, it's it's if like if anything, him killing him takes, means that you waste a couple seconds pulling. It takes like, literally five seconds for Victor to respawn on on, on Charlotte's body. So like it, I wasn't gonna switch there. <laughs> To him anyways at that time well so yeah but really it takes time hard. for it to respond on you but it also takes a little bit of time for you to summon victor you know even if it is two or five seconds however long it is right that's still that much more time that people are on gens or saving them right so so i'll i'll, I'll take a two second delay for it <laughs> any day of the week right oh yeah that... but I'm, I'm looking at it from the survivor point of view might as well do this and if i get it out then that happens and i get points for it Right? Funny if you're going I, I down, him, right? <laughs> I hit him the first time, then like he backed off like very slightly, then he came right back and he, he tried to kick Victor and I just hit him again. I'm like Okay, whatever. <laughs> but I, I, I made a clip of, about that. That was on my I put on my Discord. It was pretty funny. But yeah, uh DBD, if you log starting today, if you log in um for the next six days, you get sixty six thousand six hundred and sixty six blood points every day you log in. So they're doing that because the, the anniversary event is in six days and it, almost everything got leaked already so i'm gonna save you... up your blood points so you get all those delicious cakes in the, your blood webs oh is that how it works okay well yeah they they've got for the anniversary at least for most of them they should still do it this year they have anniversary cakes that appear in blood webs so you can get uh i think it's a hundred and something i don't remember what maybe this would it be like 106 percent more uh, experience for everyone so um so i i got iridescent one of my survivors and i got iridescent four in my killers i didn't really want to push my killers i haven't really played killer in the last like half a week or so just because yeah. i didn't really want to make that last push when it's like so already close. you're already at four so <laughs> i i checked rank uh i'll get 1.7 million blood points combined so i don't need to push for two million i'm, I'm good where i am you know I'll just wait until my rank resets, but um, yeah, I have I'll have those blood points to play with in a couple days from now. Oh, Friday the thirteenth is coming up apparently. This like in a couple days too, so that's something. Hmm. Anyways, um, yeah, everything got leaked for their anniversary event. Who the new killer is, who the new survivor is, who what what their powers are, like the perks, and even the next DLC after this next one. The next one's going to be an original. And then the next one's going to be licensed. I don't know if you want me to tell you, Chris, or not. Resident Evil. Yes. Okay, you heard about it. So Wesker is apparently going to be the new killer. But they didn't say new survivors, as far as I know. Ada. Ada? Ada Wong. Um... And who, who's that girl? Leon! Help! 
what's her name again? The Cheryl? president's daughter. No. Sure. No, no, no. Cheryl's already in the game. Uh anyways, that's not confirmed for, for the second one, but Ada Wong, I think, is confirmed for the first survivor, but no one knows who the second survivor is for that pack. Since they but... already have Chris skin, and if they want to do another Resident Evil character, they should put Barry. I think they shot themselves in the foot having a Chris skin and a Claire skin because now they can't be their own character. So they really shot themselves. Or they'll make it so you like mean Chris, those... yeah, and uh, yeah, what, whatever it is. Claire. Yeah. Chris Redfield and Claire Redfield, right? Yeah. Yeah. The two Redfields. They're skins for characters who already exist. So I think they shot themselves in the foot because what they could do is anyone who owns the skin owns the new character based on that model and just make them their own character. I mean, they, if they don't, like you said, they're. Pro putting in Ada is either her own character or a skin. They could just keep doing skins for the other characters, but for some yeah. of them, they might have to keep up. They might have to do new characters based on the model because Barry, like we'll say if they put in Barry, they would need a bigger mo character model for Barry because Barry is substantially bigger than like Leon, <laughs> especially in RE1, right? Yeah. So, and it's, Chris uh... in RE1. Chris was pretty scrawny too, so... I guess not in the remake. They made him a little bit more buffer, but still. I, I, I don't like how they added the costumes for characters because they're they're still licensed, so you still have to buy them with real money. There's no yep. option for the shards. So I'm like, for I those don't guys, want yeah. <laughs> I want the costume, but I don't want to pay real money for it. I want to pay the in-game currency for it that you get for free. So, you know, it's 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 whatever. It's like if I have to buy the costumes anyways, make them their own characters so I get perks and everything along the way. Yeah. Yeah, I, but... I, maxed, out, I maxed out the first level of the tome. Quite, the you know the thing I I got everything and they just released a second level yesterday, so I haven't started it, but uh, we'll see if I can get it done yeah. in the next couple we, weeks. I logged on yesterday to see what it was, and it wasn't out for like another so many hours. Like, oh, what? <laughs> it's supposed to be out today. What the hell? There's some more twins challenge. The, the one is a really a bitch. The twins have a skill. It's whenever a gen is completed, you get one charge on the skill, and you consume it. The next time you do a lunge attack. You lunge eighty percent further, but consumes one charge. And one of the mm. one of the challenges is hit four survivors with an increased charge range four times. So let's say all five gens get done, you have five charges maxed. So you have to do a lunge attack. You can't do a quick attack as a killer for this challenge. You have to do you have to make sure five four of your five charges hit guaranteed in the same match. That's going to be a bitch to do. But do you I'm get this charged do. lunge? as just for when you're doing the um the so thing you 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 get one charge per completed gen yeah but is this a, is this part of your on the on the web there yes. on the challenge so this yeah. isn't like a perk you put on it's a perk it's one it's one of the twins perk it's oh it's one of the perk. twins perks. i would okay. i would not i would not Equip it under normal circumstances. I, I wonder how much further than Freddy can lunge attack because he's got a large lunge attack. So I wonder well, how much further that'll feel. If it's you... almost doubled. Like 180% is almost 200%. It's almost doubled. So that's with that perk, you'll be the best lunger in the game. But it's not worth a perk slot. It's a pretty shitty perk. Anyways, yes, log in every day for free blood points and then probably free blood points during the anniversary. I'm waiting for, I'm hoping that the licensed DLC goes on sale for the anniversary, like 50% off. I would imagine it would. All the DLCs on sale for the game, for their anniversary. I don't see them not doing that, right? 
I don't know. I'm sure there might be there'll, there'll be some sort of sale, but licensed sales? I don't know about that. I don't know how often they put the license or the real money stuff on sale. So I'm sure see, there'll be at least something. But I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it out. At least all the licensed ones that you have to buy with money. If it's fifty percent off, I'll just buy all of them at once. All the licensed ones, you know, like well, I have Bubba, but like you know, Resident Evil and who else? Like Silent Hill, those packs, and like Halloween, like Michael Myers. Oh, for like uh, just getting the characters, yeah, yeah. Well, the it would be nice the if they were on sale. So the original characters, I'll just wait until just, they're on sale. Like getting... I, I got twins for fifty percent off of the in-game currency, so I'm like, okay, sure. yeah, just that's what I've been doing. Real money on licensed stuff and. All my in-game blood shards, whatever it's called, for all the original stuff. I've got enough so I should be able to get all the new survivors when they drop. So I've just been hoarding my points. <laughs> uh, what else I've been playing? I'm playing a little bit of Perfect Dark. I need to do the Perfect Agent playthrough, so I did a little bit of that. Um, what else I played? Not, not very much. I uh, just played some random games. Uh, and then... So as I said before, I kind of wanted to watch something. Actually, before I even get to that, so I watched Doctor Strange yesterday, because uh, Tuesdays are half price off, and I I made sure that my my seat was like no one was next to me on both mm -hmm. sides. I'm like, okay, I feel safe. I'll I'll, I'll book the ticket here. So I I, put, I booked the ticket. Eh, like it's it's okay because like I'm a Marvel fan. I watch every Marvel movie. Definitely not my favorite. It could have been better. Could have been a lot worse. Not not the worst Marvel movie I've seen. I mean, the actors did a good job. I just, I, I just think they did a lot of characters dirty, and required watching for the show is WandaVision on Disney Plus, as well as What If on Disney Plus. So those are kind of you don't need to watch them, but to fully understand the movie, you kind of do, especially WandaVision. Hmm. So, because obviously Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, is, I mean, she's on the front cover of the poster. Of course, she's in the the movie. That's not really a spoiler, but yeah, um, there are some cameos because you know multiverse of course so there are some cameos i never thought i i i, I would i was going to see in that movie and chris maybe i'll tell you after the stream is finished but it's cyclops know... from the old uh old sony movies i can neither confirm nor deny that so i'll this... tell you after this after the, the right, podcast fine. though because i don't want i don't want to <laughs> spoil it for anyone else but yeah I'll, I'll let you know there's one character specific i'm like oh my god they actually this person's in Doctor Strange, I, I hope it's David Hasselhoff as <laughs> oh as uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who runs Shield? Uh, Nick Fury. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's David Hasselhoff's Nick Fury, the white Nick Fury, not the Samuel yeah. L. Jackson Nick Fury. Yeah, but uh, oh, there there was one cameo because Sam Raimi directed this film, so of course he has to throw his boy Bruce Campbell in there yes. for every movie he directs. So this is a non-spoiler, but is it an Easter egg? So he's just like a hot dog vendor or something. And like he, he he like, you know, so he's saying, Hey, you can't you can't steal that, you have to pay for it. And Doctor Strange just makes him so his just like Evil Dead, his one hand keeps attacking him. And then as they're walking away, someone is like, Oh, is he gonna be okay? Doctor Strange said, Yeah, he'll be fine in three weeks. So like his hand is just like, you know, just like Evil Dead, his possessed hand yeah. keeps beating him up and at the very end of the movies and in the, in the again this is not a, a spoiler it's, it's an easter egg but at the very end during one of the post-cred scenes you still you, like you still see him like getting beaten up 
and then and like he he's about to punch himself and he's like and then he just looks directly at the camera and he says hey it's finally over and that's how it ends oh <laughs> i'm like i'm like that's that's funny because like you don't expect to see bruce freaking campbell in this movie so yeah i didn't it, know that Raimi directed this yeah, movie he did. so i didn't either until i saw directed by sam Raimi at the very end but it's not like i looked into it i don't really care who the director is but yeah didn't know that but uh the new evil dead games coming out in a couple days and apparently the developers i i saw a little bit of the uh preview and they're like yeah unlike other games they're talking with dpd for obviously obviously unlike other games you don't hide in the corner as a survivor you fight back so apparently there's like guns and weapons and like it's still four on one but there's still like other mobs you can kill and apparently mm. like every character has like like support class or tank class or stuff like that so looks pretty interesting i'm not gonna buy it on day one i'm gonna watch some people play it but it looks pretty interesting not gonna lie yeah i, I haven't a fan of evil dead as you know i haven't really looked at uh i haven't really looked at uh much other than like one of the first trailers when they show showed off just you know cgi and not much gameplay so i don't know what the gameplay is like you ever watch uh evil dead musical I, no i didn't even know this existed if you can if they are ever doing evil dead the musical by you i don't know how how across canada they've been to see they did like in calgary or near calgary i don't remember exactly where it was like years ago i went to go see it with my buddy rob it was a great show <laughs> nice yeah but, lots uh... of blood i was if you're in like the first row or a couple rows you will get soaked in blood <laughs> were you in the first couple rows yeah i was in front row <laughs> oh, no. so there one... goes your there oh, I, I was today. warned before I went <laughs> to make sure we have a change of clothes. Okay, so interesting. It was Is good. It paint or? Oh, it's like the corn syrup. Uh, you okay. know how they used to do old blood, uh, old blood in like old movies and that. So, but like, how how do they get to the audience? Do they, like from the stage or from the ceiling or like? Yes. Okay. <laughs> they it, it rains down from from the sky. I think from the ceiling, I believe, and they also have sprayers at the front of the stage to make sure they yes. douse the audience and hmm. it was a good time that it must was... be the best job well it can be not the best job but that's, that must be a fun job hey can you refill the the corn syrup so we can spray some more random people who paid to get sprayed on sure <laughs> <laughs> that's like people are asking for this and paying money for it you know that's yeah. like getting paid to punch people in the face almost <laughs> yeah anyways but it was good that's good uh so yeah, I wanted to watch a show this weekend. I'm like, I, I don't know what I should watch. And then, it's as I said, it's funny you mentioned uh, Star Trek because I'm like, oh, Picard season two is like entirely out. I, I didn't even know about that. I'm like, okay, where can I watch it? I typed them in Google. They're like, oh, you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. I'm like, okay. I know, so because I'm a um, Game Pass member, I know I have a free month in Paramount+. Plus. So I'll go ahead and redeem that. And I typed in Star Trek and they had like all the Star Treks. They just didn't have Picard. I'm like, Hmm? the fuck the fuck gives why is it not on here and i know i could get a vpn and switch but apparently it's not on canada paramount plus again i never i don't need a vpn for what i do and i don't really need the security options either so i'm like i don't want to pay for a vpn to watch one show i think that's kind of ridiculous so hmm. i i'm not going to get a vpn for that i'm like okay where else can i watch it oh it's also on amazon well i have amazon prime so i have the amazon video let me go on there they have a bunch of Star Treks. No Picard. I'm like, 
what the fuck? So then I found out, oh, in Canada, it's, you have to subscribe to like this, the, the sci-fi and space channels. I'm like, screw that. Fuck off. So, <laughs> so I watched it any way I could, Chris. And uh, <laughs> so because, you know, it goes back to what we said in like our first few episodes. It's like I, I, I did the work. I even spent the code I had on Paramount Plus. Like oh, there's too many fucking storefronts to watch shows. Like I, I already have two of them and that wasn't good enough just because of where I live. It's just bullshit, right? So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just gonna watch it any way I can. So I did, Oops. and wow, I I binged it over the next like two days, and it was really good actually. I I really enjoyed it. Well, that's good. I heard meh about it. So lots I've heard it's... some a lot of people didn't like it. I heard people, most people I've heard about it said, yeah, it's all right. You know, I don't know if they mean better or worse than season one, but. It's all right, but I haven't heard anyone say, man, this is great. So <laughs> it's different from season one. It's entirely mm. different. Like they took a new approach to it. Uh, they did a couple of characters dirty. And now it, there is confirmed going to be a season three. And those couple of characters that they did dirty are probably not going to be in season three. So Let's see. we'll see what happens. Um, no one dies. It's, it's, it's not anyone dying. They just were very done dirtily <laughs> you know? i guess I sound, well, I sound like ned flanders all of a sudden but yeah dilly dilly dirty yeah um but yeah i i think it could have been better i really enjoyed it there's there's a cameo there's quite a few cameos so that was that was good to see though um it really held my interest so uh aside from that i don't know i probably go on i probably I, I want to watch that Warcraft movie you talked about last week. That was on my mind. I'm like, do I want to watch a Warcraft movie? Not not really, not right now at least. So, yeah. As soon as I found out, oh, Picard season two, I need to watch that. It's funny that you mentioned before that Patrick Stewart didn't want to do this. Now he's like an executive producer on his own show about him. You know? Yeah. It's, it, it, he's it's, definitely it's like turned dealing... around after being on the yeah. show for so long. <laughs> he loves it. Like, you could tell. He, he, the dude's like 80-something, I think. I, I, I don't know for sure. I didn't check. 70 like, already, I would assume. Yeah, he's like you could tell, like like when he when he has to have a loud voice, he doesn't have that same presence. He has a different presence now. He has like the old man presence when he tries to be loud and commanding. He doesn't have like make it so number one or something like that. It's it's more so like, oh, we should listen to grandpa sort of vibe, you know? Like he knows what he's talking about. He's old and wise in his ways. So, um, it's it's good. It's good. I I enjoyed it. Um, again, I think they did a couple of characters dirty. So we'll see where season three heads in like in a couple of years from now. It was supposed to come out at least a year ago, if not two, but because of COVID, they just had to delay everything. Mm. Yeah, everything's getting delayed. So, yeah, that's basically what I've been up to. I kind of want to maybe take a backseat for DVD for the next couple of days. Maybe. We'll see. Just until the reset happens. Um, yeah, but we can move on to the news. I guess we could. Oh. News. Oh. Uh, so I, I forgot to watch the trailer. It was on my mind. Uh, they, they came out with, uh, the trailer for Gotham Knights, which is like a continuation of the Batman Arkham games. I, I, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but like, I'm a big fan of these games. Like ever since like the very first game came out, I bought like the collector's edition every time. Right. Uh, oh, I've they, heard about this. Yes. <laughs> the, the, right before the podcast, I said, Oh my God. You're like, What? I'm like, I'll tell you on the podcast. This is what I was talk, talk, talking yeah. about. So I saw, so the regular version of the game, the regular version, at least for Canada, is 90 fucking dollars. That's how much new games on the next gen cost. Last gen was 80. The gen before that was 70. 
This right. is now eighty. And then the deluxe is <laughs> oh, no, three dollars more. Sorry, the the deluxe is three dollars more at one twenty. It's like fine, Here, I guess. Here's 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 the here's the big rub. The fucking box. The what's it called? The collector's edition. The collect, ultimate collectors. Four hundred fucking dollars. Four hundred Canadian. Three hundred. Uh, roughly three hundred American. You you can see right here the Elden Ring, right? Yeah, oh, kind of. Right I here, kind of see it. The, the Elden Ring box I bought by accident for fucking Elden Ring, one of the best selling games recently, is, was two hundred fifty. Now Gotham is four hundred. Are you kidding? Holy and shit! I thought what you get with it, it doesn't make me think that's worth four hundred Canadian. I don't even know what's inside. I didn't even check yet, but it just you get some DLC. You get a statue. You get. I don't remember what else. Promethean New Guard transmogs. Yeah, transmogs. Certificate of Authenticity. Augmented Reality Talon Key. Collectible map. Sounds like a bit of DLC. A collectible, like, you don't get the soundtrack. You don't get a leather-bound art book. You don't... Like, I say leather-bound because I've seen other ones. Like, my Wasteland 3 Collector's Edition came with a big statue of a... Scorp of a... Uh, what do you call it? Robot Scorpion and a soundtrack with a leather-bound book and a cloth map and a bunch of other stuff. And it definitely did not even cost twice, or it didn't cost half of what this thing cost me. I think... You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what the sad part is? Is this thing is already sold out online. Of course. People are going to buy it for, and for what I look at and go, that's not worth that price. That is way too expensive i know like the, the game itself is 90 dollars for us here it's 300 dollars for what a statue and some dlc and a, well, and a map that we don't even a map know. and some other things i i already well forgot. the transmog is you know a tra it's just a different skin for your character the other thing looked sounded like it was going to be a dlc pack of some sort right like uh that's, that's such so, so what so so they're asking an extra three hundred dollars for a statue because the very first game <laughs> basically Arkham asylum was like maybe like thirty dollars more than the original cost of the game and like it came in a friggin box of like it was like a huge batarang essentially or like yeah. batman symbol like yeah, like, yeah. I, I, like i could hold them both hands like this and it would fit perfectly right <laughs> that was cool just that box was cool, and you got. Some, I forgot wasn't was in that box in the first game. It's been like years, at least a decade now since that game came out. So I don't exactly remember, but I'm like three dollars more. That's worth it. Four hundred fucking dollars. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I I disagree. Anyways, I just have to bring that up. Yeah. Um, I'm um, disappointed that they're trying to gouge that much. And, and of course, if they could have made a five hundred dollars, then they would have still sold out online, right? Uh, That's probably. just the nature of the beast. People did you see? Much... Go ahead. I was gonna say, did you see the uh, new Tifa statue all over Twitter? Yes, she's bent <laughs> over with her legs split apart. It's apart, she's apparently. doing the uh, Jack O pose from I think. Oh, what series is that? It's not KOF. What I don't remember. I've never seen this pose ever by anyone. In I've seen anymore. lots of art so. since the new since the character was released in the new game. This year, how much is it like $650 or something like that? Yeah, uh, 700 something. Oh for the God. normal version, you can also get the extra parts where she's has less, less clothing on, <laughs> and I assume it will go up in price because of that. Oh my God! So I just I just typed in T 
Tifa statue, and the first thing that popped up was, this is Tifa Lockhart's world, and we're all just living in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking <laughs> at the statue right now. It's, it's, uh, she's, like, completely bent over. Like, her she's... elbows are on, are on the ground, and she's still on her legs with her butt. Yeah, that's the Jack O pose. $700. I've seen... Oh, my God. Yep. Would you get that... If you had the money, would you want? Would you rather spend your money on that or the T or the uh, Terra statue for almost twenty thousand dollars Canadian? The answer to that question is no. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna support that. That's like that's just like you know, get into horny jail already, guys. You don't need to spend like seven hundred dollars on a statue. One of the uh, remarks on this on uh, on Twitter or whatever was like, uh, you know, someone was like. Is it that easy? And then the next page is someone like going to Google saying naked Tifa. It's like, yep, it's that easy. <laughs> like, it's so crazy that this is the world we live in right now. But eh. I mean, those types of statues in general are expensive. Like, I don't know if they bothered to get the license to be able to do that. I guess so, so they can make it. I don't know. But that Square would let it. <laughs> and the fact of how much it costs for those type of, uh, I guess, 18 plus statues. I didn't think they would cost that fucking much. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, that has been all over the internet, that statue. Yeah. Well, for a good reason, right? I mean, it kind of brings up a problem. It's like, oh my God, like, you know, you could spend like a quarter of that and probably just hire someone instead of just having a statue that just, is there you know if that's what you're really after but anyways i, I digress yes there's okay. better ways to get it if you want that but i'm yes. sure there's people are who who want the statue just for just because so it's not like it's a poorly made statue <laughs> like so i guess we'll just jump in the news at this point yes yeah. um so i'll just start things off so Final Fantasy fourteen. We we've both played this game and i know you've never really i've never heard of it before high level rates you never really did high level raids. Nope. <laughs> I have I, I have raided before. Um and you know, it's kind of common knowledge that mods are kind of they were in a gray area. Like they said technically it's against the TOS, technically you're not supposed to use them, but they don't have any way to detect it if you're on if that's on your system. And as long as you don't use it to like bully others, they don't really care. The only thing that was like very fairly common when I raided at least was a DPS meter because the game doesn't have any built-in indicator of like yeah. you know, who's, who's doing their damage and who's just standing there like pretending to do damage, right? Yeah, you so, were telling me about this before when you were, I think you were working on or you were asking me about my rotations and stuff like that since I'm very casual at playing the game. And I was yeah. like, how do you know this? You're like, well, I've got this or I know someone who uses this kind of mod, so. Yeah, well, I, I, I ran a DPS meter, which is not really... Like as long as you don't like stay into like you know public chat. Hey, why why is your DPS? So yeah, like, as long as you're not being aggro and yeah. or calling yourself. As long out as of... you pretend it doesn't exist, the square typically didn't care because it's just like if it's just self-contained mm -hmm. on 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 your machine. It's if it's just for your knowledge and you don't use that information. Yeah, it's not then, game breaking. Then you're fine. It's not like right? you're doing That's... something that somehow tells a server you did a thousand damage. On this enemy when you're only doing 200 Basically, you know if you could do that anyway act is just a program that in real time takes all the numbers that appears on your screen or like from other people or yourself 
and just kind of computes it and like this yeah. is your DPS. Yeah. That's all it's doing. It's like an external program. It's 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 not married to Final Fantasy fourteen. It's just taking the data that's that's already there and just kind of like being yeah, its own thing. It's... So again, it's... you're not supposed to run this, but they didn't really care as long as he didn't like bully other people in raids and asking them why is your why is why is your DPS shit, you know? Mm. Um that sort of thing. But um basically uh so that's that's the game's always been like that but very recently in kind of like uh the world first or i guess you know i, I don't want to say world first but like the world race and defeating the the newest raid content um there's been a big controversy because the i'm not sure if they were the first or if the, they were one of the first but they're definitely like top five at least um so one raid group had a youtube video where it showed them having not just a DPS mirror, but like literal information that the game UI is not designed to tell you. Information that they had no way of knowing except through these mods, right? Yeah, I That's think... a little different. A DPS meter is just like, you're a human. You're not going to calculate like all these numbers in like a second and know what your DPS mm. is. That, but it's taking that information that's already accurately there and doing the math for you. These... Other mods are basically just saying, hey, go left before the boss even starts casting an ability. They're like, they just here's knows. the ability he's using. Here's the cooldown bar before it casts off and other stuff like that, right? Well, not not quite because fights in Final Fantasy fourteen are all scripted. Like, at a certain timestamp, you can tell me what happens at 514 at this boss fight. And I can tell, like, people have made, like, charts, like... The fights are very scripted, so like it doesn't really tell you cooldowns because that's not really needed. But it more tells you like, you know, sometimes some random party member will get a debuff, or like you'll have to like, I'm just making this up. But like maybe like four four people out of the raid because there's only eight, so half the people get like a plus, half the people get a minus, and tells you, oh, you're about to get a plus before it even happens. That's that's the best sort of simplified, hmm. broken down context I can kind of give you. I haven't seen that myself because I'm trying to remain spoiler free. Because I haven't played in the new expansion yet, even though I technically own it. I haven't played uh, Endwalker yet, but I'm trying to avoid every fight for yeah. spoiler reasons. So I haven't watched it for that reason, but I have kept up with the news very much. So there was a red uh, player, and the, the raid is called the Dragon Songs Reprise. They put a point of view footage on YouTube, and they got very criticized for having uh, mods, right? Because at that point, people are asking, okay, you're one of the first to clear it. Fair enough, we can't deny that. But was it you or was it the mods that led you to this, right? Mm. So he very soon took down, or they, I don't know which gender, but they very soon took down the, the YouTube video after Square Enos uh, had a copyright claim on it. So they did a copyright claim because they said, hey, this has mods that's against our TUS. I'm not sure how that will work with YouTube, but he the video got pulled, which... I'm not sure if they had the power to do that, but I'm I'm still glad that that was the end result in this one specific case. And yeah, um, apparently that person got banned in game. And then something similar happened. A uh, Twitch streamer was streaming again with mods on the same boss fight. Uh, they got pulled out of the raid because on the very top it says a GM has has pulled you away from the duty. So they got pulled out from the raid. They got put back into their original location where they queued up from the raid, which is I think Limsa Lominsa. And then, like, for half a second, they were there. And then they got teleported again to the jail inside the game. Yeah. So there is there is a jail inside Final Fantasy XIV. You can't, you can't visit it under any normal circumstance. Only a GM can bring you inside. So they bring you inside the jail. You just, like, walk around for a couple of minutes. It's like a single room. 
and then the GM will appear in front of you and like tell you, hey, this is why we're going to ban your account, or this is why you're suspended for X amount of days. Yeah. And that's what happened. They ended their stream right when the GM appeared, because I think one of his last words was, I don't think I should be streaming this, and then he cut the stream yeah, off. Yeah, I saw that. So, <laughs> so that it's, like, it's like, how stupid can you be? You know that you're not supposed to be using these mods in either case, which, which is, you know, YouTube, Twitch, whatever, and yet you're still broadcasting that hmm. you do. I... So now the whole community is up in arms because now square like as i said before square always had it as a great area they never really punished players but now their hand was forced right they were forced to kind of like okay now we're actually going to actively seek out people and like you know maybe rewrite the code in the game to kind of break these tools yeah and you know function or stop their functionality as much as we can on our end at least yeah so it's go ahead it kind of sounded like uh, when Yoshida or Yoshipi was talking about this, that, uh, is it Yoshipi? Anyway, the director. Yoshipi. Yeah. Um, that he was saying, like, you know, they they may try and look at uh, adding in a little bit more functionality and stuff like that into their UI. So maybe this is going to spur them to finally, to kind of give more options for people to turn on and off for certain things. Obviously, st some stuff they're not going to give you uh, access to, but like, a DPS meter for you or for the entire group you're in isn't a bad thing to add into the game and stuff like that, right? So maybe they'll add some oh, new functionality. FF14's philosophy has always been we don't want a DPS meter because they they don't want, you know, like like why like why are your why is your DPS suck so much? Like they they specifically said they didn't want it for that. Well, reason. I'm they, just saying that as a as a thing. So I don't know all the options that they're looking at or mods they're looking at, and I don't think they the Sorry, I don't think that they've really banned or, you know, threw people in the Final Fantasy fourteen jail that much. At least I've never heard about it. It's the first time I've heard about it for, for mods in general. Uh, it's been it's been a thing for a while. Okay. Uh, it's like like I've seen like ever since I started the game, I've seen like screenshots I read saying, "Well, I just got put into jail and I got banned, or I got okay. suspended for like <laughs> two weeks or whatever." So it's it's always been a thing. They just like don't like to do that. They don't they don't like to pull a player out of a duty. But this guy was fucking streaming on Twitch. Yeah, with like, with I like think... his TOS broken mods. Like, yeah, oh, that's all the proof we need. I think it's you know? that, like, because you know Square doesn't want to have to pull people out, you know, and ban them and such, right? Uh, I think it's different when you know, like you said, he's streaming on Twitch, showing that he's clearly using these mods that are against their TOS. Two, uh, Square has been recently or. I don't know when they started doing it, like showcasing off, you know, worlds first and giving them praise and stuff on their Twitter uh, and YouTube. I think YouTube anyway, on their different accounts saying, hey, look, these guys just got world first and they get praises for it. So it pushes people to want to get that world first or to be in the top, however many to get the praise. So that pushes people to to kind of have to mod their systems. To get these uh to get this these numbers out and this information, even if it means they may get banned for it, just to get the praise. And Yoshida was like, maybe we should stop doing this if it's going to cause people to have to seek out these mods. Like we've yep. proven, because Yoshida's a fucking black mage in Final Fantasy XIV. Like I've proven with the people who uh, we work with on this game that you can beat the game or beat these raids with these uh all the stuff we have normally in game. We don't use mods. So you shouldn't have to be pushed to have to do that either. Yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't like, be an arms well, race for what mod you can get. <laughs> and that you have to have them to be a top raid 
uh, guild. Unlike most <laughs> game directors, Yoshi P is actually very, very fucking good at this game. Like, yeah, he's like one he's of the like best level. black mages in the game. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. He literally is just, which is awesome to hear. But because uh, he's like, he's like forty nine or something. He's like pushing fifty. I'm like, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. So, so, anyways, um, yeah. So he put up a live letter like two or three days ago, I believe, saying exactly that. Like, he said, "We'll, we'll." going forward we'll we'll have to reconsider whether we give people praise or not because yeah. that's like <laughs> you, you don't want to praise people for cheating essentially and that's, that's yeah. what happened in this case like all the world firsts like maybe not first like in first second third fourth whatever they were all essentially using these same mods and that's how they got the kill quicker than others which is inherently unfair and against it, the tos mm -hmm. so that i mean you can disagree with the tos like in 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 uh Oh, what's what I'm looking for? Like, you can morally disagree with it, but you have to agree with it to play the game, anyways. Like, if you're playing the game, you have to hit agree. Yeah, you don't. If, you don't have a choice. If anything, right? the players can argue or ask Square. Well, we need some of this, some of the stuff to be implemented in game. So please do it. Right. That's the only thing that players can do. Like you said, they did agree. The only thing they could do is ask Square. Please implement some of these mods into your game as toggles we could turn on and off. Because not everyone's yeah. going to need those options, but there are some options that could be useful for high-end raids. <laughs> so, and people are obviously trying to get these first world clears or server clears, or whatever, right? So, yeah, it has nothing to do with Yoshi P's praise and saying, "Oh, congratulations!" They just want the first. Just yeah. to say they were first. So right? people like were always doing game. first beforehand, even before the praise. So it's yeah. like it's up the race. It's just will hopefully stop the. Uh, I guess arms race of uh, cheating <laughs> to happen, you and, know. And I, I want to point out the stupidity of these players for YouTube or uh, Twitch, like showing their UIs, because as you know, Chris, because we're both we both stream on OBS. You just if you do game capture, that's it, because all these all these programs are external to Final Fantasy fourteen. You're saying maybe that, yeah. You, maybe you can put them on your screen in a spot, but it's not part of the game. So what, if, if you're if you're just streaming Final Fantasy fourteen, it wouldn't capture your your DPS meter here because that's a separate program. It would just capture the game. It was it's it's like if this part was not even there on your yeah. screen. Instead, they're stupid enough to do. Oh, let me just capture my entire screen. Yeah, Cause well, because I'm a fucking lazy fuck. It, it could be because you're lazy. It could also be because I've talked to you about this using XSplit or OBS, whatever. Sometimes during with certain updates, I couldn't capture Final Fantasy fourteen. I would have you to either go... do game capture or I'd have to capture a certain part of my screen or capture my entire screen or I couldn't do any of those because the game just decided nope or it would capture it but not give me audio. So I've had issues. I can understand like some people that being their only resort but might as well not stream, stream it at that point if it can't capture that and you know it's a risk to get banned. Maybe I'm gonna go like regardless of what you said, I'm gonna yeah, go yeah. lazy fuck because <laughs> you're breaking the TOS. You know you're breaking the TOS, and you still want to stream. That's on you. You're oh yeah, that's definitely on them. That so that's just that's just being a lazy fuck at that point. Honestly, it's like don't stream in the first place because you're breaking the fucking TOS if you can't stream normally without showing your the cheats because yeah. that's that's what they are, right? Yeah, like. Yeah. It's one thing to get more, like, yeah, you're right. Yoshi P said we're going to probably introduce more, like, we're going to update the UI, giving you a little more information. Mm. But they're not going to say, hey, in five seconds from now, you need to stand this one spot. To oh, yeah, safe. they're not going to do that. No. That's, well, that's what, the, that's, that's what <laughs> these mods are doing, though. So it's like 
yes, you, you can improve the UI. And I'm glad they, they said that because that's like not even needed in this circumstance, but it's awesome of them to kind of yeah. say that. But don't fucking cheat. And don't fucking be so fucking stupid to kind of just showcase it. Like, these people deserve their bans, 100%. Well, they do. It's the first time I've seen them, like, in the game, the one you get uh, sent to a jail. Like, oh, this is the first time I've seen someone get sent to Final Fantasy fourteen jail. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so I contacted the GM because this is, like, years ago when I started playing the game with when you and Ryan were, when we were all on the same server. Mm. Uh so remember, I started playing the game, and then like one of the raids, like the Crystal Tower or something, I, I messaged a GM because some guy's being a big prick, and that's a big no-no in Final Fantasy XIV. He was just like bad-mouthing people. So then like this person that I was talking to a GM, and in the time I was in my Green Power Ranger armor in that game, yeah, and the GM appeared beside me when when, when they said, "Are you is a ticket? But uh, are, are you done with the ticket?" I'm like, "Yep, yeah, thank you for your time." I was just being very polite, and then they literally appear like beside my character. And then they're like, oh, I like your costume, by the way, smiley face. And they appeared. I'm like, oh, my God. I took a screenshot of it. Yeah. This like, actually... I don't know if you get the same guy that appeared in the other guy's video, but it's GM in like a black cloak with red swirling yes. mist around him. Yes. <laughs> it was beside me because I was beside my house in the game, beside my mailbox. Oh, so he, he just, just teleported to you. He was beside me. I'm like, okay. So apparently they're, they're always there. You just can't see them. He just revealed himself to me saying, I like your armor. You can't say that because I'm like, I know they're watching. So I guess he can't just say that by itself. So he just said that and then he appeared beside me. I'm like, oh, hi. I waved at him and then or her. I think it was her actually. And then she waved at me back and then she disappeared again. I'm like, okay, she's probably still beside me. I just can't see her anymore. So it was it was funny, but yeah, they that's that's how they all look apparently. Yeah, I didn't know that. That was cool seeing the GM, even if I won't or I shouldn't see them in a real game. Whenever I go back, <laughs> I think it's similar to World of Warcraft in that when you contact the GM, you just can't see them, but like they're like in the same, like they're like very close to your character, just chatting away with you, because they have their own characters. Yeah, so like like if you're oh, complaining, this person, this person put in a ticket. Let me go teleport to them using GM powers. Yeah, and see what's. You know? See what's yeah. up. Like, if you're complaining about someone in real time now, you want to see that happening right now. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's. So yeah, that's that's that situation, which is actually we combined two news stories into one for that yeah, one. Yeah, a... it's basically the same news story. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, Chris, I'll let, you, I'll let you bring up the next one. Yeah. So, remember Ravensoft? They're supposed to be holding their union vote. Uh, so Activision, yes, Activision Blizzard. Yes, yes. Sorry, I had to brain fart there. I'm like, are they? Yeah, it's the same company. Uh, so they decided that they would once again up how much anti-union bullshit they're passing around the company. Basically, uh, how is it that they put it? I gotta go to the. There we go. Uh, so they're supposed to be doing their their vote on what May twentieth? No, it's supposed to be soon. Is it the twentieth or it already happened or it's coming up it's real soon? It's on the twentieth. Yeah, it's sorry, twentieth. Th so that's like what I thought it was there. But yeah. basically, they were trying to tell employees, you know, you know, if if you're if you're unionized, we will we may. You know, just, you know, you, you might just get passed up for promotions and um, pay raises and benefits in the company. And uh, you should vote no. Definitely vote no. 
you if they become unionized you actually wouldn't be able to do that and pass them up if you see people them passing you up you can go to your union and they will fight or should fight to have that rectified you can't yes. do that that's complete that's, bullshit that's a basic union right yes like, by, by seniority or hours it doesn't i guess it's they could argue preference. depends on how it's written they could argue that, that that only then counts for union people so if they treat all union people like that but you know that's still i'm almost certain they can't do that like <laughs> this is complete horseshit that they are still passing this around and trying to dissuade people from unionization or trying to tell them you have to vote no or you won't get promoted yeah something that kind of struck with me was one of these uh, uh sentences that someone that an anonymous employee said let me try and find it um yeah he said, the mere fact that activision would work so hard to stop unionization attempts is proof that a union was necessary in the first place right? yes i i'm sorry i really do think that's the case because they were fighting tooth and nail yeah they've they hired were, two or three union busting firms to try and stop unionization in the first place that's how hard they're trying to stop this from happening in the first place like like it, it they wouldn't be trying so hard it was just like yeah you know we, we don't like it if you're unionized but if you do you do right it's we absolutely don't want you to there's reasons for it because a union will fight for your rights whether or not you agree or disagree with them unions have done really good things i know in the u.s unions are kind of a i guess seen as evil in a way but that they're well the u.s has had issues with unions yes i i know that way i'm trying to say that as politely as i can yeah like most it... of the most of the non-us part of the world unions are good like they're, like they're seen as good i mean you know? but we know that there there have been issues even in non-us countries when with unions so yeah you get some yeah. good and bad ones but for the most part unions are supposed to be a good thing with the workforce they stop you from having to work 16 hour days for months on end like game developers do and coders do in the games industry that can be stopped and they can have them hire more people to lay off that slack off you people off off devs, off devs there's more there's more chances for equalization in terms of pay in terms of promotion yes all that sort of but anyway but there's lots of good there's also there could also be lots of bad with a union depending on what type of union you have so it depends though yeah it, it, it's it's dependent upon the union not all unions are equal obviously yes. just like any other company in life yeah but well uh, thought we would bring this up as to how hard they're still trying to prevent this from happening with the yeah. vote being what a week away roughly? roughly no actually 10 days technically a week and a half <laughs> it's roughly a week yeah so good enough but yeah just a brief update on that and what's going on there well i hope they well i guess we'll uh revisit this in a couple of weeks time and we'll see what More... the result was Oh Although yeah, it's kind of quite obvious. I think they're going to go through with it. At I this point. would like to think it's going to come up as a yes, but we'll hear about it in a week or two weeks, whenever we get the official numbers out. I don't know how quickly they'll have that out for. So I'm not sure if the U.S. is the same, but I believe they only need sixty percent to vote yes. I think it would. That 
to me, that would sound right. You know, having the majority of the people vote, that makes sense. You know, you want over 50% and 60% is definitely over that. So you need, you need 40% to even have a vote in the first place. And then you need 60% to actually have mm. a yes. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this yep. turns out in a couple of weeks. Although I'm pretty sure I know the outcome, but who knows? Yeah. Okay. We turn a different way. So where was the thing? I was going to do the Epic Games. Apparently they were in a uh, a lawsuit. We, I don't think we talked about this, but I might have heard about part of this beginning but when it started up. But uh, they're in a lawsuit with Despotskis. They're known as Blaze. And uh, Blaze FN online. Oh, I, um, you're talking about the person, Brandon Despoticus, Despo I believe. The, if that's how you say it, I, for some reason, could not work that in my head how to say that. But yes, uh, Despoticus. <clears throat> Sorry. Despoticus. Was that from even? I don't know. It sounds like Despoticus. Or whatever. But anyway, or Sporticus from Lazy Town. I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> but you know Lazy Town, right? You are a pirate. Yes. <laughs> the only thing I know from that show. And there's there's a girl with a pink hair, and it's a one, one male actor, and the rest are puppets. That's all I know. It's two male actors. Robbie, oh. Rod, Robbie okay. Rotten and Sporticus. Okay. Oh, okay. I, Sporticus I is, is, the, is no. the... The mailman. No. No? Okay, I'm thinking of something there's... else then. Sporticus, you know who Robbie Rotten is, obviously. Yes. Yeah, Sporticus was the good version, not ver version of him, but he was like very superhero, wore blue and red, colorful jumpsuit, and he was like very sporty, like, hey, you know, you you eat healthy and, you know, exercise and that, and be a good, good, good person. Don't be like him, and Robbie Rotten will be doing rotten things. <laughs> anyway, um... It has nothing to do with the story. So they've been in a lawsuit with Blaze FN and apparently have won. So Blaze FN is was a <sighs> he was a provider, and I'm not sure if he was a coder, she... but at least a provider of uh, selling she... compromised accounts to other players. Yeah, I was well getting, as... I was trying to figure out what those accounts were, but go on. As well as um, like cheats, like, like aim, uh, bots, aim bots, I yeah, think. Stuff like that. I was just trying to think, trying to work my way head around the accounts. Like I was going to ask, were these cheated accounts? Were these accounts he bought off someone and is now reselling at a higher price? I do not accounts that they, he stole or yeah, he had access to after they got stolen at least, and then sold them as a profit. yeah. So I was wondering about that. It doesn't exactly say just that he was also selling accounts that had lots of lots of V bucks somehow and lots of skins unlocked. And and mostly for the aimbots, but you know that too. They so obviously no no uh, no challenge here. Epic Games has won, and he's going to have to. Doesn't look like jail time from what we see on this report, but he will have to pay back money. You know, basically, roughly around uh, one hundred and twenty-seven thousand US. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 
so, so not not only that he had to take down his website permanently he also had to disable the cheats to make them permanently inoperable yes and he also had to give an apology yeah he had to put out an apology saying you know this isn't how you should be playing the game i'm sorry i had done this yada yada i'm sure obviously this is court ordered because he's not sorry he did it because yeah. he kept doing it uh but yeah he also like you said has to rewrite the code and patch it so that it can't be worked anymore yada yada uh i don't know if it even says how long he was doing this for uh epic games did say that all the money being given to them from this lawsuit is going to be sent to child's play to child that's good charity that provides hospitals and domestic uh violence shelters with video games and other toys for the kids that's good because it's better than them taking the money because as far as they're concerned, this is as close to blood money as they can get in the video game industry. They're like making money off the sheets on their own game. So instead of accepting that, they just went ahead and donated it, which yeah. is actually quite amazing. I was honestly. expecting them just to pocket it, but mm -hmm. I guess they did not. So that's good. And it's one one less shitty aimbot seller out there. It's not going to stop them from being out there, but they found one. And well... And they're also making money in, in a sort of way because by stopping him, despite the court costs, which they probably didn't have to pay because they won. But anyways, the, um, they're making money by just by stopping him and preventing future damage from occurring, right? Yeah, so for the company that's, that's, to win. <laughs> that's how they profited. They profited in, in the kind of like the unseen margin, but then the money that they actually got, mm. they don't really want to accept that. So that's that's pretty awesome, honestly. Yeah, like having less aimbots and making a less shitty experience for people is a good thing like they just well not just but it was a month or two ago they put in no building mode into fortnite and i was like hey you know i might actually play fortnite now because there's no building in it and i don't have to think about that i probably still won't play it until goku's in the game i i've never played a match i probably won't. i've never i've i watched people uh nova uber hacks for nova on twitch oh I, I don't even watch the gameplay I, of that no, I, he 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 plays like GTA uh, RP and stuff like that. And he was when they did the no building mode, he was then yelling at everyone on the GTA. He's like, "We gotta play Fortnite! Fortnite! Come on! No buildings in Fortnite! Let's play!" So they when they were done their their night, they went and played Fortnite for like a bunch of weeks. So it was fun seeing the changes and uh, obviously watching the streamer and his friends play. So, but it's interesting. But yeah, it's good. It's good. That's out. I'm happy for that. I don't think I'm still going to play Fortnite, but I joke about playing it when Goku's in, but I still won't because Luffy's in and I'm still not, and I'm not playing the game. I didn't even know Luffy was in. I know Spider-Man was in. That, I, I got close. I'm like, oh, you yeah. can actually Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura are in. I think really? I'm pretty sure, uh, oh. pretty sure uh, One Piece was supposed to be getting added in at some point if hmm. it's not already in. I doubt Goku will because... You know, the weird thing, you know, like Naruto and One Piece, they'll put schemes of that into a bunch of different games. Like, we'll say Fortnite. Goku's, like, the Dragon Ball IP is not treated like that. Even though it's, like, the same company. For some reason, you don't see Goku's skins in, like, other games. Unless if it's a Shonen Jump game. I was going to say, <clears throat> that Shonen Jump fighting game, that made me think that even the Dragon Ball is kind of under that brand. So if, if, if you're telling me they have stuff like One Piece, which is also Shonen Jump, yeah, it's, they, it seems... They would have access to Dragon Ball. It, I've never seen 
I could be wrong. Someone could show me something different. But unless it has like the Shonen Jump title or it's a Shonen Jump game, I've never really seen the Dragon Ball like Goku skin, like we'll say in Fortnite or in some other uh, mobile game or other video game. Like you'll, you'll never see like even though it's the same artist, you won't see Goku appear in a Dragon Quest game. You know, that even though that's far from from that. Probably... But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, probably because Dragon Ball is like the best-selling manga slash anime. I'm not sure which. But one you'd think is. that you'd want to milk that for as much money as you can, <laughs> right? So that's why it's weird. Um, I don't know why. Does Akira Toriyama try and stop that from his characters appearing in other things that aren't Shonen Jump or Dragon Ball re related? I wonder. Maybe because maybe maybe he is trying to milk it. Maybe they ask him, "How much do you want for your character's appearance? One billion dollars." Uh, yes. sir, you can't afford that one billion dollars. It's <laughs> like you just stubbornly say, You want Goku? This is the price. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're done with that. And if we want to go into a new story about another billion dollars, yeah. So, another lawsuit <laughs> happens. Last one was well, actually, Epic. that's not what I was going with, but we oh, can okay. we'd go with the lawsuit and then I'll bring up the other story afterwards. Okay, yeah. Um, I thought that's what you're going for for this. No, yeah, it is so... specifically for one billion dollars, but. Okay. I'll, I'll touch on that later. Okay, so for Steam, um, they won a lawsuit as well, actually. So, or sorry, no, that, that's incorrect. So they're in a lawsuit is what I meant to say. Yes. They're in a lawsuit as well. Um, apparently, one person had a lawsuit against them about a year ago, and the judge dismissed it, not with prejudice. He just had complaints about the lawsuit, saying if you fix these things, you can resue them. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what he did. And now, um, earlier, earlier this week, actually, um, was when the lawsuit was approved by the judge to go through it. Because that's how lawsuits work: is even before they start, they have to have like a like a. I don't I don't know what the legal term is, but they have to like gather and determine if the case can even go forward, if there's merits to the case. I, mm. I know I know the word for that. And the judge that determined, yep, the lawsuit can go forward. There is enough evidence, and there is enough, you know and whatever else that yep we can go forward with the lawsuit so that that's the decision that was made um i think it was made on may the 6th yeah it was on may 6th um that decision was made for his name is oh i guess it's it's a game studio wolf fire games yeah oh that's it yeah it's a game studio so wolf fire games their their major complaint which i have to admit it's not entirely inaccurate is that any, especially small indie studios, but kind of any studio who wants to sell PC games has to do it on Steam, or else just from merit of not selling on Steam, their game will suffer. Mm. Like, essentially, they his argument, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with that, but his argument is they have no choice but to use a Steam platform if they want their game to do well financially. I mean, of course they do, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes. The fact that I moved forward, uh, this is going to be obviously this is going to take a while. This this I, one, this one is not. I don't be know a... how this could be rectified. Like, it's always been a joke that hey, you know, um, Hades released on on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, we'll wait for the real release on Steam in a year. Yeah. You know, even though Hades yeah. is a great game. But that's, that's always been the joke is, oh, yeah, release on Epic or release on GOG. We'll wait for the real release on Steam. See, for a... me, that's not a joke. I'm doing that for Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
Well, yeah, I'm I'm waiting. I joke. mean, for me, for me, I'm waiting until the game's completely finished. But we'll see how long I can wait because if it releases on Steam, you know, or if it's a good price on Epic, you know, once it drops to a really low price, because I'm then I'll probably buy it. But I'm waiting until the whole thing's finished before I want to buy it. But yeah, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Like people get to wait. And the thing I was going to bring up is that uh, he's trying to say that, you know, if, that this is the only way that, not the only way, but if you want to get recognized or sell your games, it has to be through Steam. The games company or industry kind of brought it to being only Steam on PC in the first place. When Steam opened up the stores, it was at a time when every developer and every game publisher went, PC, we don't want to sell them there. We're never going to make money on PC. And no one ever made a store on PC until like GOG and Val and uh, Epic finally stepped in like years and years and years later when Steam already had a huge library, already had tons of people, you know, releasing games on there and already established themselves as the king on PC games, right? <laughs> like, so it was, so... it's very hard for any of these companies to get a foothold anyway in there. But it's because these guys finally decided to I'll say take the leap and try and compete against a juggernaut or that are against an already juggernaut. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, most of the time I have a favorite side. This one, I honestly don't really care about, to be honest, because like he has a point. But yeah, he again, does. <laughs> then again, the counterpoint to that, well, that doesn't stop other companies from having their own store and making a profit off it. Like the Epic mm. Game Store, the EA launcher. Ubisoft store, yeah, Rockstar store, it just store. They these all have their own launchers and their own marketplaces. Yeah, they all just making a profit. Took, so. They all just took forever to realize that hey, we can sell games on PC. Maybe we should do that, or maybe we should make our PC uh, games not crap and then and make our own store. Like and nothing was stopping these companies from doing that in the first place. They just allowed Valve to continue as is because it's easier just to sell it on Steam, and that's what it always was until the last what five to six so years right so yeah about for me it boils down to two things first of all i want my all my pc games to be on the same platform i don't mm -hmm. want like this game here this game here this game here and then i need a spreadsheet to find out which platform i need to open to play the game I want. yeah you That's... don't want multiple oh, launchers you. for all your no. games no a second of all steam is the most feature complete yeah. Right. That, that 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 can't really be argued. Like it's just a fact. It's the most feature complete. Like achievements. I, I know you don't care about achievements, Chris. But, but achievements like, are there. You can't you can't argue against the fact that Steam has achievements and Epic doesn't. It's it, it's literally more feature complete. It has <laughs> I forgot Epic still doesn't you know? have achievements. Still doesn't, I think they do only for very specific games. So mm. like for someone like me who enjoys achievements, why would I choose Epic over Steam? Yeah. So makes sense, right? And they... Steam generally has more sales more frequently. It's easier, you know. I don't. I still. I still think you can't add multiple things in your cart on the Epic Game Store because whenever I get the yeah, I don't games remember. Every week, I <laughs> yeah. can't do them both at the same time if there's two games. I can only do one. It's like how long have you guys been out for? Like, there's. I think there's a way you could do it if you put something on your if bunch of stuff on your wish list and then go through your wish list and add to cart. Well, like that's what I mean. I shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, right? you shouldn't have like, to finagle it that way. You know, stuff like the Ubisoft launch or the EA launch or Rockstar, but that they're not going to have generally other games from other studios. They'll have their own game, sure. Mm. 
and then nothing else generally. No one else is going to want to put their games on that platform. Yeah, you're not doesn't... you're not going to the Blizzard launcher to play. Uh, was it Wasteland Three? Because it's not on there. You're going there to play exactly. an Activision Blizzard game. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, just I I can see both sides of the coin mm. on this case. It doesn't. I'm not really too concerned. This is not going to really shake the gaming. Uh, it shouldn't. It's just gaming scene. I'm just wondering uh, where it's going to end up. Like. How are you going to fix that with the lawsuit? You know, like exactly. I, I I don't see the end point other than, you know, give give me money now. Oh, well, I know that's probably not it, but you know what I mean. I don't see the end goal here. Epic with their lawsuit against like Apple, we could see where one of the end goals was. You know, here I don't see it. <laughs> oh, it's funny you mentioned that. This isn't oh? really new story worthy, but I think it's worth pointing out. Mm. Um, so you know how Xbox has Game Pass, of course, right? Yeah. So Game Pass is on every ecosystem, including iOS. Ah, oh, I think I might have heard about this. So now, <laughs> in a roundabout sort of way, Fortnite is back on iOS. I forgot that you could do, or forgot or didn't quite know that you could actually do the Game Pass on iOS. So yes, you can now play through the Xbox app, basically, Fortnite yeah. on iOS. It's back on That's iOS, funny. boys. Yeah. <laughs> More or less, but yeah, it's it's funny. That's anyways. Yeah, that, that's, that's a it's a side side note there. So next story. Yeah. To bring um, up uh, the one billion dollars I was mentioning before. So EA and FIFA. So EA would have to re-up the negotiations. I think it was every so many years, four years or five years. I don't remember the. I guess it depends on the contract for their for the branding of FIFA in the FIFA Ultimate Team games or I think Ultimate Team is a thing in the game but the FIFA games right when it came to this year's or last year's uh reno renegotiation for their four-year term of FIFA FIFA was saying we want twice as much money as we were asking before which would bring up to one billion dollars they also wanted to control yes thank you they also want to control EA to not uh, be basically to only monetize the game through the game and not any outside sources. It made me think that maybe EA wanted to slap the FIFA and EA brand uh, game or game brand on like Doritos packages or maybe a t-shirt or hat or anything outside of the game. And FIFA was like, no. We don't want you doing that. So EA said, well, fine, screw it. We just won't pay for the license. So they've now rebranded the FIFA games as EA Sports FC or Football Club. And th this is going to cost, I I really want to see what the new, because yeah, I don't play the games, but I really want to see, because they're going to have to recreate all the characters, like their faces, so they don't look like players. They have to rebrand every single team that they want in the games which i think now is like 700 i think i read teams and like a few hundred or is it close to a thousand stadium no like it is a lot of stadiums they'll have to recreate to not look like real life stadiums uh they'll have to like recreate all the care all the players for the next game because i believe the old ones will say the way they are they'll have to recreate the characters so they don't look like actual players so I wonder how many copy-pasted characters we're going to get in the next FIFA games. 
I wonder if they're yeah. actually going to try um, to, what kind of random generated characters are going to have or how it's going to work, right? <laughs> I, I, you know, maybe this isn't true. I have no mm. evidence of it one way or the other, but I, I like to think that all the controversy FIFA's had, like loot boxes and gambling and all this shit, I'm thinking FIFA was the one who pulled out instead of EA. And yeah. EA's just trying to make, oh, we want our own thing now. You, you know, screw you. So you think this is, uh, our, this is our plan all along? You know, you think they upped the the price to try and get EA off of the game, not because hey, they're making lots of money. We can ask for more money because they're making billions on this, and we want more money. Oh, I'm trying to look at this from FIFA's point of view and no one else's. FIFA, they gave their license to EA for like what, like two decades or something like that at this point. For a long time, yeah. Again around two decades that's just a guess but anyways let's just say two decades for argument's sake so mm. okay up until like five years ago everything was fine they're making money you're still making money but now you have this like controversy against fifa when when you hear fifa a lot of players minds immediately go to like ea loot boxes gambling etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah when you're that's in the gaming space you yeah. want associated <laughs> with your brand you may be still making money but at what cost because like this is just a this is just like a side hustle for fifa you know, the real hustle is like what they do in real life, you know? Yeah. You know. So is it, will, are you willing to lose some money that probably is like a pittance compared to what they're making to, to kind of deassociate yourself with all this controversy? That's, that's the, that's where I'm thinking their head was at. That would if be, FIFA, I'd be like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. This if, if, if you're, you're thinking if they were FIFA and they wanted that extra 500,000 or 500 million dollars that why won't they just add into the contract as well we want like 5% of all sales from di from the uh, digital marketplace as well right why not just get more and more <laughs> money cuz it would make I a lot mean, of money off of the loot boxes too <laughs> for me i don't think it was about the money for them yeah i not not, not from the games at least because they they're, they're fine financially they don't need the games to survive it's just a drop oh, in the it's pool not about survive it's just yeah. Greed. So I like I like to think it was about greed, but I don't know for sure. But eh, for me, I think they they thought they could make more money without the controversy over the long term than with the controversy. Because yeah. like it as long be. as EA, I mean, like like how long has EA been hated for? Like years and years. Forever. And how long has this, <laughs> and this blue box thing with EA hasn't died down like the last five years or so? I want to say approximately. So. Feels like okay. Well, this isn't going away anytime soon, so we're, mm. we'll just be going away instead. Yeah, so we don't need to be associated with our brand. Yeah, so FIFA has also said that they'll be looking at other developers to make different games, and I believe some are in works. I want to say, was it this? Was it FIFA that's saying that they're doing like some type of RPG, also with their brand? I'm like, wait, what? That's weird. That I could be wrong, weird. but they they did say that there's a few games in the works. They haven't really officially said much of those. But so it could be it could be what you said that they just want to disassociate themselves because well, one we don't know how much they uh, license out to these other companies we don't even know which companies these are at the moment that they're working yeah. with so they've uh, spread out oh no the game they're making the RPG WWE is apparently making an RPG get wrestling game don't know what I've... company anymore or if they said but yeah I have no faith but we'll see. There's that wrestling RPG on Steam you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I want to play that. <laughs> a Wrestle Fest or whatever. Wrestle. 
uh, something. I don't remember. I want to see Wrestle Fest, but I'm sure it was called something else. I have no faith in the other game, though. In the Absolutely in the no. WWE one. No faith in it. <laughs> okay. I don't know who's working on it, so who knows? Is it no faith, or is it more that you don't want to support McMahon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Both yes. The answer to that question is yes. Yeah. So, we get off of this. I was going to ask you this. You Do you have the new Xbox, or is it the old Xbox? I the absolute newest one, the Series okay. X. I couldn't and... remember if you had the newest one. Yeah, so uh, there was a network out. Uh, network. You get one sec. All right. Sorry? Try again. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Your your audio for the last few times you tried talking kept cutting in and out. So hmm, it seems fine now. So please. There is a network out. What, what, what's it called? Out something. Outage. What? Outage. Thank you. A network outage <laughs> this weekend. But I played all day on Saturday DVD on my Xbox. I never noticed anything. So this was very specific. I think I okay. think it wasn't it wasn't in this specific news article, but I read a different one mm. earlier on in the week. I think it was specifically in the UK. Sorry, the UK that they had uh, oh, really? a lot of issues. So it wasn't even like worldwide because I was on my Xbox like for seven hours in a row playing DVD on Saturday. Okay, no yeah, I whatsoever. did. I didn't know this uh, might have been just a regional thing. Yeah, I think I think I, I noticed Kotaku is very, uh, some of the writers are very anti-Xbox, I noticed. That's kind of like, anyways, like, it, 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 it's still a news story, but it wasn't as severe as they made it out to be. And, and like, I can personally attest to that for my mm. personal playtime this weekend that yes. I have absolutely zero but, effect. But it's so. not like this story, it doesn't bring up a question. Oh, for <laughs> so, sure. Yes, for sure, for sure. Basically... Um, from what I'm understanding, is that there was an outage on their on the on the network, and when people want to go, obviously you can't you know access the store, so you can't buy or download games. Understandably, you probably can't play much of the multiplayer games because you need access to online. Fine, so I'll go play a single player game, a game that doesn't require any online activity. I can't sign in, or the game is telling me to sign in. I'm signed in. It won't let me play my digital game or maybe even physical game. I don't know that for sure because the game's telling me that I'm not signed into the network, but I'm signed into my account. So Xbox is requiring an always online infrastructure to be able to play your offline games. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's that's honestly a sore thumb. And I think, you know, Xbox has been good guy Xbox this this generation at least, probably well last generation too, honestly. Um but yeah, that's definitely that's definitely something that they need to fix. Yeah. Because I think I think Switch and PlayStation doesn't that doesn't apply to I but... believe so. As long as you're signed into your account and I think they have to ping the server sometime or within someone I don't remember exactly how it works, but like I think the old Xbox wanted it to ping the server like once every hour no that's way too much once every day or every couple days or something i don't remember exactly the requirements but people were like that's not good on the old xbox so they kind of like back rolled that back like that you didn't have to yeah um i think this sorry I, from... I kind of like word salad that sentence no worries <laughs> i think this kind of is a relic of the past remember when they introduced the xbox one and then that was like, last oh, gen. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was last gen. And then 
Don Matrick was the person in charge, and they asked them, oh, what happens for people who don't have an online connection? And he said, oh, well, we have a console for you. It's called the Xbox 360, right? Do you, and then that caused a huge yeah. controversy. Yeah. yeah. I, I realize we're like one gen ahead now, the Series S slash X, but I think that's a relic of that time when they were supposed to be tied digitally online. So, yeah, um, out, of all, out of all the hardware companies right now, I have the most faith in Xbox that they'll rectify this. If this is about so you know Sony or Nintendo, because they're making hand over fist, mm. money hand over fist, I would be like, I'm not sure if they would, but and this isn't me being biased. This is just me looking at look at patterns, track records. Yeah. Looking at track records. Again, during Xbox One launch, yeah, it was bad bad guy Xbox, good guy Sony, but now it's kind of switched. Yeah. But on tables. the Xbox One, they did turn that back so that you didn't have to always be online. Yeah. I'm hoping they change it on here because not everyone wants to be online all the time. Like, uh, not everyone can be online all the time, but people want to be able to play their games. Like, your server, like what happened here, even if it was a short time, your server goes down, I can't play my games? What the hell? That's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, it so. is stupid. And and I, I do agree because, like, what happens, honestly, we talked about online storefronts. So I, I was about to say what happens when Xbox Live servers goes down. But honestly, Chris, out of all the hardware owners, I don't think X. I think Xbox. If they do bring theirs down, they'll be the very last ones because you can still play Xbox original games from from the server. Like they didn't bring down their stores at all. Like yeah, you can't play on your original Xbox online, but you still have access to all your purchases you made on that ecosystem yeah. through the new consoles. You can still play your games you purchased on there on the new consoles. It's like I could play the original Star Wars Battlefront on the original Xbox right now if I really wanted to through Game Pass. So, you know, it's it's kind of like I still I they they've never taken down servers for as long as they existed. So that's why I have the most faith in them that they'll rectify this. And I'm glad actually this happened and this issue was brought up because it's not a good look for Xbox. It's definitely not. No, it's but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I have the most faith in them right now. Like if you asked me two generations ago, it would be a different story. But right now. I have the most faith in them, just given, as you said, given their track record, Yeah, that, that, that they'll fix this eventually. You know, this, I'm actually, as I said, I'm glad this was brought up because now it's getting the spotlight on it and I'm sure it'll be fixed hopefully I, soon. I hope so. I didn't know that the new Xbox was requiring like a always online infrastructure, basically, like that you couldn't play or that some people couldn't play their games off, like offline. Yeah. That's so, that's and such I, an awful thing. I hate I hate that because I don't like being online all the time. That's when I go to play my PlayStation 2 or my Switch because I don't have to be online. Or I can just sign off whenever I want, right? It's <laughs> I completely I completely agree. And I'm not, I'm not trying to defend Xbox when I say this, but like at the same time, I have to think like we're in 2022. It's like at this point the internet is basically a necessity in everyday life, right? Oh, yeah, it is basically. Point, like the further we go along in time it's like the less of a deal mm. always online will be. Again, yep. I'm not trying to defend. I'm just, this is like a natural, this yeah. is not really an opinion. This is just like a natural thing that will occur. We're just not at that point. Maybe next gen or the gen after that, I see that being more of a thing or being something we could do by like taking a look at, you know, in Japan, that's not going to be much, too much of an issue. They can get good internet everywhere. The States, no, <laughs> no, no. It, there's too many places in the States that have really crappy internet. So it's not a thing you could do quite yet. You're almost there. The infrastructure is not quite there yet. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Especially being the <laughs> second largest country in the world, we don't have like the the infrastructure here specifically. Yeah, even us too. <laughs> I think on we're on the verge. Most countries are on the verge of making internet. Some are already there, actually, like some European countries that uh, they they proclaim that this uh, internet is a necessity, just like your phone, just like, like food, water, exactly. heating. Maybe not as of high importance as those three you mentioned, because those are we literally need those to survive. Yeah, but it is looked at like but, you know you don't need power to survive, but it is basically a necessity yeah. nowadays. Internet yeah. is seen as the same thing, <laughs> especially during COVID. So a lot of studies were done during COVID saying, yeah, internet nowadays, especially COVID, kind of sped a lot of things up, including mm. like killing off a lot of retail. Well, not killing off, but you know, like <laughs> killing it off as much as it did. For yeah. retail stores compared to online storefronts same thing for internet it really it really pushed spotlight on the need of everyone needs decent internet connection because everyone's stuck at home now yeah as someone who works in hr i can say it's like when you apply to a job online that's almost always at this point the only way to apply online nowadays or to, sorry to apply for a job nowadays is you have to apply online that's 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 how most businesses operate that are not like you know like mom, mom and pop shops yeah right? <laughs> you have to apply online nowadays. You, you technically could bring your resume on, on paper and hand it off to whoever in person, but that's kind of frowned upon now in most cases. Not everywhere, but in most cases, you kind of just want to put everything online. You have a paper trail. You know, there's no like, there's no mis misrepresentation. There's no biases, right? Because when you see a resume online, you're not thinking, you know, are they a person in color? Are they a man or a woman? Like these things are just removed from you. It's just a person and you look at their resume and that's the only thing you judge, right? So that's that's a good thing in my opinion because mm. we're removing all the other, even the inherent biases we have. I know we're kind of delving deep into psychology here, but bear with me for a moment. It's like studies have been shown that, for example, in our society, if you show like a black and a white person's face, like like a drawing, like on the screen, like take it off like immediately, and they'll be like, select, you have to select a direction left or right. Just press on your arrow. As soon as it as soon as it appears and disappears, pick a direction. People will, most people will have a bias towards the white face, not the black face, because that's that's our way our society is structured, right? Unfortunately, like I don't like admitting that, but it's the truth. That's just the way our society is structured. Because like a lot of times when people think of like one versus the other, they might think of crime or just being associated with one, and they, you know, so they, they yeah. go towards the other. Again, this is not my opinion. This is stuff that's that researchers have done. All right. This is stuff I studied in, in university. So if anyone's offended by this, don't hold it against me. This is like this is science essentially. This is, yeah. These are all studies that have been done. <laughs> so this is not my opinion, just to be clear. This is this is science. So again, that's why I think it's a good thing if like when you apply online, all these biases are removed because some of them aren't even biases you're aware of. You have unconscious biases. So, yeah, just based on where you grew up. As a society. <laughs> yeah. That, that and that, it's like, you know, nature versus nurture. Same thing. It's like we have like unconscious biases and we have like, like, for example, Chris, you, you hate the movies, but you're aware that like, sorry, the theaters, I should say, but you're aware you hate the theaters, mm. right? You're, you're aware of that, but you might, you might hate something else. And you don't even realize you, have you don't realize, you know, when you look at something that's cute, why it's cute. It's because of the big eyes and stuff like that if you draw something that looks like that it makes you think oh look how cute i need to take care of it and that's an unnatural oh that's a natural thing that happens in humans <laughs> it's something that was a bit i know oh, yeah. it's a weird, weird way to look at that but there are biases or the ways you look at things that are just natural to you and ones that are built up because of society <laughs> exactly 
as a society, we do have a lot of unconscious biases, like the example I mentioned. That's just the sad truth of the matter. You know, maybe eventually we'll like evolve like the people of Star Trek one day, you know, where like there's no need for money and like everyone's treated equally and there's no wars and every, all, all the sicknesses have been cured. Yeah, but, that's not going to happen. You know, when Zuckerberg and all the other billionaires go to space and start claiming planets as their own and we get into the dystopian uh, the corporate space future, like what was it represented in? Well, Futurama, Futurama and uh, what's that video game? Fallout? Nope. No. Where you're in space. Uh, and you're going well, to different planets. And you're going to different planets. Like the one the one where like you someone was being told that they had to pay a debt for someone who died because they were a relative of them. Oh, and what they world. yeah, what they actually meant is they died in relative to how close they were to that person. Basically, all the people on that planet were owned by the corporation, and you dying inconvenienced the corporation. And yep. now the person next to you has to pay off your debt. Like, that's, I can see being a 100% thing. That it, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> It'll happen. I know I went off on a tangent. And so am I. But, but I think it kind of relates to how I feel about this. It's kind of like, yes, this is a big deal. Well, not maybe the biggest of deals, but it's 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 enough to talk about and to you know get discussion going over. And I'm glad that it happened because now, as I said before, a spotlight shone shone onto it, <laughs> and it's going to you know bring this issue to light. But at the same time, I think the as I said, the further along we go in time, the less of an issue this will become. I think this is our feature eventually. And but you're right, Chris, we're not quite there yet. Yeah, I don't think. Uh... Hopefully it's not too much too much longer, but it will take a while for certain countries to get up there. I think the U.S. is supposed to be doing some restructuring of some sort of their internet uh, services and stuff like that, but who knows how well that'll go under I guess, I would say, Biden administration. I was reading something about it, so I'm pretty confident we'll see it in our lifetimes. I'm extremely confident. Oh, probably before I die, at some point. So. Before we take off here, did you see the trailer for Sailor Moon Cosmos? I don't even know what that is. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> is it live action or is it? Oh cartoon? no, it's the it's Sailor. I believe it's the season five of the original Sailor Moon series. So they did the two... original series. You say they're they're actually doing a, a continuation of the no, original no, series. No, 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 no. Season five, season five was Sailor Stars. Never brought over here to North America. So the okay, just to be clear, we're not talking about the original show. We're talking about the remake is doing the season that they never brought here. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So I, basically, I they did the first three seasons of Sailor Moon Crystal. No, Sailor Moon was it Crystal? Whatever it was called, I don't remember the names. Then they did this, the the uh, fourth season, which I believe was what the Dead Moon Circus, as two movies. And now they're doing the last season. I believe this uh, should be Sailor Stars. As uh, another two movies, so ending off the series. And this one, I guess the last two movies were uh, Eternal, and this is Cosmos. Okay. So I no, can't I, wait. I haven't heard of this. Can't I haven't wait. even seen a I single episode wait. of the. I haven't seen a single episode of the new uh, series. <sighs> it's good. It, it, it's a good. It it really cuts down the series. Like instead of it being two hundred episodes, it, or I guess technically in that would be, like, a hundred and. 30 something episodes we'll say 150 something like that for the first three seasons it cuts it down to like 
think 12 or maybe 24 episodes a season so okay. cuts out a lot of the a lot of the fluff and just gets down to what was in the manga and what actually matters and it's very well done <laughs> there's no point in really going back to the original with these new ones i think unless if you want to see all the extra crap added in but i can't wait and the dragon ball super movies launching like in a month or a few weeks Supposed Japan to be or in here? Worldwide. Oh wow. In theaters. I haven't I think it was it. I'm gonna say two or three weeks. I don't remember the exact date. But it's supposed Let's to be see. coming out soonish because it was delayed because of the hacks on uh Toy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was delayed along with a bunch of the other episodes that were delayed. And now it's coming out. And I can't wait to watch it, not in theater. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna uh, watch it any way you can, if I understand you correctly, right? Well, we'll see what we'll see what happens, but I don't care if I have to wait. But I will watch it eventually. I'm just not going uh, to the theater. It says it says here summer 2022. Yeah, they had a date. They had a date. I think it was like June, July. I swear it was like said, in a few yeah, weeks. Said- you said a couple of weeks, so I'm like, really? That's soon? So, I, I, yeah, so they said summer. We, we're not quite in the summer yet, I don't think, right? Yeah, unless no, I was wrong and heard and read August and thought, but I'm pretty sure it was a few weeks. Either way, it's coming out soonish, I think. Or they finally have a date nailed down because of the hacks. Okay, that's and good. COVID related issues. Oh, what? oh, no, wait. Now I just clicked on something. Wait, the Dragon Ball Super, Super hero movies coming out in japan on april 22nd that was like last month yeah that is definitely not out in april no <laughs> that was the old was... release date before you get delayed and because okay. and before hex anyway i had seen something maybe i'm wrong i thought um, it seemed something in japan on... the movie will be released on june 11th so that's it should be weeks, i believe three. it's supposed to be worldwide around the same time in theaters okay. interesting interesting if that's the well, last official date, because who the fuck knows anymore? Yeah, anyway. I, I might go watch it. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Like, all the trailers focus a lot on Gohan and Piccolo, but I think they're going to be sidelined to. Do you remember the world, world's strongest movie when Krillin had to babysit uh, Gohan, whereas Goku did all the fighting with Piccolo? seen it i don't remember which movie that is specifically though that's one where gohan gets drunk and he pisses on krillin's head well like who's the villain in that movie uh dr willow oh yes i remember that one or whatever his name is the guy that said yeah, yeah the, the one in the brain yeah so yeah oops i think it was that one he wanted to fight roshi who was the strongest warrior on the planet which isn't anymore but yeah I wonder if it's going to be like that where Gohan and Piccolo are just on babysitting duty trying to get his daughter back. Whereas Goku, Vegeta, and Broly are going to fight the two new androids. That's probably what's yeah, we'll going see. to happen. We'll see. And I doubt we're going to get full rage Broly anymore. I think that's not going to be a thing. So, possibly rip good Broly. And the resurrection of less cool Broly. I don't like him as not full rage. He needs to be super huge you, with his green hair. For you, it's full rage or nothing? Yes, it just is. Like for, for Broly, it is. Just like the Hulk, yes. See, I, called <laughs> I, the, I called it. Exactly. But I'm sure it'll be fine. 
But I think we're done here. Enough renting and such. Sounds good. I think we're done as well. So Yeah. You can find me you on can... Twitter at C S C H A B A N G. That's C Shebang. I'm there sometimes doing stuff. Or, you know, posting stuff, liking liking stuff. Whatever, right? And if I'm ever on Twitch like this podcast, it's uh, it's Prince underscore Kaboom on Twitch. I don't know when I'll get back to streaming anything. I was last playing like Final Fantasy 2, so who knows when I'll get back to that and streaming it because I've got crap I want to take care of, like my cosplay and house stuff. So if I'm ever back there, I'm there. And I think that's pretty much it. I've kind of stopped the other stuff because I haven't had time to do anything. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch. Same handle, Zorb underscore Zex. Um, I'm going to be streaming the next couple of days on Twitch. Probably going to, f- there might be some DVD, but probably going to try and get the last achievement in Hollow Knight, which is the Pantheon 5. That's where you face all the bosses in a row. Um, I'm going to practice for that because it's been a hot minute since I played the game. And then, uh, yeah, on Friday, I want to do something because it's Friday the 13th, Chris. So I need to do like a horror game. I'm not, I'm not sure if it will be a FNAF game or a DVD. But... You should play the NES. Friday the thirteenth kit. I've seen AVGN do it already, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, uh oh something I forgot to mention was as well as this month. My it's it's in five days it'll be it'll be my anniversary on Twitch, and then five days after that it'll be my birthday. So I'm thinking of ideas of what to do. I, I'm I'm thinking of what I can do for my subathon. I haven't come up with very many ideas, unfortunately. So I, I still want to do something for that, but yeah. Uh, next couple of days I'll be on Twitch Thursday and Friday for sure, and we'll see beyond that. I haven't come to a decision yet, but yeah, we'll see. All right, I guess that's it. It's all for us this week. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Take care.